Hey allihopa, hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Say It In Swedish. Today we are gonna take a look at the various ways of saying two in Swedish. We have three words here that all mean two but are used a bit differently. So let's listen to the dialogue and then I will explain to you how to use these words. Varför kommer din post till mig? Säkert någon som har skickat till fel lägenhetsnummer. Du bor ju i lägenheten bredvid. Det kommer brev till dig från Skatteverket. Skatteåterbäring! Tack! Säg inte det till mig. Jag sa det bara högt. Kan du inte säga åt dem att ändra din adress så slipper jag få dina brev? Varför fick inte jag något sånt brev förresten? Du kanske inte berättade tillräckligt för Skatteverket om vad du tjänat och spenderat på. Finns vi ingenting att berätta för dem? Kan inte du deklarera åt mig nästa år? Ja, visst kan jag det. Men då måste du göra någonting för mig. Du kanske kunde logga mat åt mig eller något. Men jag lagar ju alltid mat åt dig. Jo, men du kan hjälpa mig att laga mat till min fest nästa år. Ja, just det. Du fyller ju 25. Fast det är inte bättre att beställa catering till festen. Du bjuder ju säkert många. Det kan ju bli svårt att laga mat till så många. Du har rätt som vanligt. Ska vi dra och ta en öl? Ja, visst. Vilken pub ska vi gå till? Den som ligger till höger eller till den som man kommer till om man går åt vänster? Vi tar vänsterpubben idag. Betalar du ölen åt mig? Igen? Jag har använt alla pengar till skolböcker. Obers. Och nu med översättning. Let's listen to the translation. Varför kommer din post till mig? Why am I getting your mail? Säkert någon som har skickat till fel lägenhetsnummer. Du bor ju i lägenheten bredvid. I'm sure it's just someone that sent it to the wrong apartment number. You're living in the apartment next door. Det kommer ett brev till dig från Skatteverket. There is a letter for you from the tax authority. Skatteåterbäring. Tack. Tax returns. Thanks. Säg inte det till mig. Don't say that to me. Jag sa det bara högt. I just said it out loud. Kan du inte säga åt dem att ändra din adress så slipper jag få dina brev? Varför fick inte jag något sånt brev förresten? Can't you tell them to change your address so that I don't get your letters? Why didn't I get that kind of letter though? Du kanske inte berättade tillräckligt för Skatteverket om vad du tjänat och spenderat på. Maybe you didn't tell the tax authority enough about what you've made and spent. Finns det ingenting att berätta för dem? Kan inte du deklarera åt mig nästa år? I don't think there is anything to tell. Couldn't you do my taxes next year? Ja, visst kan jag det. Men då måste du göra någonting för mig. Du kanske kunde logga mat åt mig eller något. Sure, I can do that. But then you'll have to do something for me. Maybe you could cook for me or something. Men jag lagar ju alltid mat åt dig. But I always cook for you. Jo, men du kan hjälpa mig att laga mat till min fest nästa år. Yeah, but you could help me cook for my party next year. Ja, just det. Du fyller ju 25. Fast det är inte bättre att beställa catering till festen. Du bjuder ju säkert många. Det kan ju bli svårt att laga mat till så många. Yeah, that's right. You're turning 25. But isn't it better to hire catering for the party? You are inviting so many. It could be hard to cook for so many. Du har rätt som vanligt. Ska vi dra och ta en öl? You're right, as always. Do you want to get out of here and grab a beer? Ja, visst. Vilken pub ska vi gå till? Den som ligger till höger eller till den som man kommer till om man går åt vänster? Yeah, sure. To which pub are we going? The one to the right or the one you get to when you go left? Vi tar vänsterpubben idag. Betalar du ölen åt mig? Let's take the lefty pub today. Are you paying for my beer? Igen? 
Again? Jag har använt alla pengar till skolböcker. Obers. I've used up all my money for textbooks. And beer. <laughs> so let's start with the most common word for two, which is till. It is the general literal translation. You use this for when you go to the train station, till tågstationen, or when going to Sweden, till Sverige. It can also be translated to for in English. For instance, when you get mail, like in the dialogue, there is a letter till day for you. It has been on a journey to you. Get it? If you make something or do something for someone that is unknown to that person, for instance, you have a surprise for that person, or you just wasn't asked to do it, then you don't do it for that person, för. You do it to, till. In English, the meaning is a bit different, so it could be confusing. <laughs> And these rules are definitely not written in stone. They are just guidelines. For the most part, you'd use till. So when you're uncertain, you know what to do. Try. You just try that out. What <laughs> is also used for directions, just like till. But in this case, it's not determined that we want to go where we're going. We are traveling in this direction, but basically not going anywhere. So in this case, what is basically translated to in in that direction. But it could also be to, like in åt vänster, to the left. But something is located till vänster, on the left. If we move to talking about the difference between till and åt, I'd say that åt is used when you do someone a favor, so a surprise is till someone. But a birthday cake, which the birthday ye ask you to make, you're making it åt that person. Once again, remember that these are guidelines. When you tell someone that you have a present, both words kind of sound okay. So in this case, don't think much about it. You have to develop a feeling for the words. Important is, however, that you rather use till and åt instead of för. If you use till or åt, till. <laughs> if you use till or åt with säga to say, it means that you are kind of ordering someone to do something. When the emphasis is on the preposition, the point here is that there is no difference between the word, two words in this case. Let's look at a few examples. Jag köper ett halsband till min flickvän. I'm buying a necklace for my girlfriend. So here you're kind of buying her a present. Jag köper ett halsband åt min flickvän. I'm buying a necklace for my girlfriend. Here you're rather acting as a representative and you are buying it for her because she can't do it herself right now. Also, if you do something to an object like a house, you use till. You buy paint for the house. Till and not åt, which sound like the house would have requested it and that it would have emotions. Jag köper en soffa till vardagsrummet. I'm buying a couch for the living room. Åt, 
would work, but sounds odd like in the example with the house and the paint. It sounds like the living room asked for the new couch. This shows that native speakers might also get this wrong when in the flow and when it's not important to speak 100% correctly. For, on the other hand, which sounds like fur rather than for, <laughs> is used mostly with uh, certain verbs like beretta, to tell, or betala, to pay. Some words also get their meaning changed depending on which of today's three prepositions are used. For instance, vad kan jag göra för dig? What can I do for you? I do something here for someone. Vad kan jag göra åt det? What can I do about it? So here we seek a solution to a problem. Vad kan jag göra till det? What can I do to it? So here something is manufactured, so to speak, like a meal, and you ask if you can make a sauce or salad to go with it. So you're asking, what can you add to that dish? Basically, what can I do to go along with that? Again, a lesson with a bunch of head-spinning things. Grab the lesson notes from our site to get a bunch of examples so that you can get a feeling for the differences and we will see or hear each other in the next lesson. Take care. Hej då! Remember to stop by sayitinswedish.com for additional interactive material for this lesson, videos and more awesome resources for learning Swedish and become a part of the Say It In Swedish community.